this is uh kurt william and noah with the tortured fan bases podcast we are currently uh watching the dominican republic versus israel game and uh just shut off on the screen for me what inning are they in just so everybody kind of knows i think they're in like the bottom of the third machado just sent a nuke to the upper deck in miami and uh we were in the middle of recording that introduction to Kurt podcast and we all just went quiet for a second. It was because Manny Machado sent one yard and we were all just watching the game instead. That'll so probably happen some. That's going to happen one or two more times during this recording. Just I mean, a heads up. This isn't going to be like a live reaction. It just happens to be that we're talking about the World Baseball Classic as a game is happening. So. And it also just happens that the three of us have nothing to do on a Tuesday night. So, of course, there's baseball on at each of our respective houses. Isn't that what you want, though? Baseball on a, on a random Tuesday night? Like, what, what more do you want in life, you know? A million dollars. Yeah, I, I, guess mean, what? This, I might get to watch the Reds this year. Oh, crazy. <laughs> with this lineup, it, it makes perfect sense that there's going to be a home run probably every minute on the minute. Dude, the last game, as... the last game the Dominican played, Machado sent two homers, all would be homers, to the wall that got caught. Um, and then he finally hits one out to right center. And so, like, it seems like he's just doing the little league attack of, I'm just going to swing for the fences, and hopefully it goes over. Well, hey, Adam Jones isn't there to rob him this time, so. That's true. All right, so today what we're going to be talking about is, again, the World Baseball Classic. We're going to be going through what's happened so far um, as of today, which is Tuesday, March 14th. Um, we're at the end of pool play here, and so we'll be recapping all the pools that have already tied up their results and then a little bit into the uh, last couple pools here they're going to finish up um so for those who don't know this last year we had the fifa world cup this is the exact same format right we do pool play we got 20 teams five teams in each pool with four teams or uh, four pools excuse me they all play four games against each other the top two teams in each pool move on to the single elimination rounds exactly the same thing get out of the world cup Except the best thing here is the team that finishes last gets eliminated from the next World Baseball Classic unless they qualify again. And so there's a qualifying tournament tournament that happens. And so countries that have never made it before. So in our case for this year, um, I think that was, who are, the, who are the countries that made it for the first time? The Czech uh, Republic. And Great Britain. And Great Britain, two teams that have never made it before. It was because they made it in the qualifying tournament because other teams that finished last in their pools, last World Baseball Classic, had to re-qualify and they didn't. Yep, and this was supposed to be a tournament that happened in 2021, but those aforementioned qualifying rounds were supposed to happen in 2020 and for obvious reasons did not happen. So we're getting it this year. That's true. So right off the bat, Thompson, vibes. Where are the vibes of this tournament? What, what's, what's sticking out to you on the vibes ra radar? Ooh, there's a, there's a challenge in the game. So Devers may have just gotten picked off, but something that popped into my head. So if y'all look at this picture up here right now, the Israel, I don't know the much Israel about him. Oh, he's out. Yeah. 100%. He's, oh, he's, Devers is definitely out. He's out. Yeah, he, he, he's it's out a weird spot to go on first base, too. I, that's a... Interesting. I, okay, sorry, we're off topic. Keep going, Thompson. I can't stand the vibes from this pitcher. Why is that? I don't know much about him. Look at his pants. Oh, you're a pants guy? I will say, I, I like mean, a pair of short pants. I don't oh, mind it either. He's got a either, weird beard. But having them above 
your knees. It's too much sock. There's too much going on for that. It's either got to be comfortable or look sick. And that looks uncomfortable and weird. And I don't want to see capris on the baseball field. I, I want, if you're wearing my socks. I vehemently disagree with you. I love short pants on yeah. baseball players. A lot of guys have been going with the above the knee ones. Mm -hmm. Jonathan India has been a big proponent of that. And guess what? It works for him. I think it look great. But he he's also, this guy just, it, you can't look at like Jonathan India, India, I get it. I look at him and I'm like, it's a good looking ball player. This dude, it just looks awkward. So I was saying, you're saying he's not hot is what you're saying. It probably looks weirder. On, honestly, it probably works, looks weirder on a pitcher to have short pants. Oh, I'm, a, I'm here for it. That's good. I like those. Yeah, I dig it. I would prefer if he had stirrups on, but that's fine. Thank you. I agree. I stirrups. Mean, we're all stirrups guys here. Yeah. Look at his socks. He looks like he's trying to stretch the socks too much. To f those, the third baseman, incredible. Perfect. Short pants Wearing on the third baseman. Oh yeah, that's a great looking ball player. So it, it's it's you leg, see the difference, leg dependent, though. leg dependent, pitcher dependent. Here, exactly. I mean, dude, I I was a pitcher that wore stirrups, but my, I've I've got some thick stems on me, man. That it looked sick because, like this dude just is built weird and he throws funky, and his oh, last name nice. is Gross. Oh yeah, he's, he's kind of a submariner, not exactly, but he's a little bit. Well, he just struck out a Jimenez, so he's a dude. Good for him. Yeah. Anyways, um, not that that was an enthralling conversation. Um, expert analysis from our contributing vibes expert Kurt Thompson. Some good um, solid pedantry here. You guys knew how much they were paying me. You would be stoked for the the uh, insight I'm gonna provide. But let's let's start going through uh, let's start going through the results here, guys. So pool A and pool B, um, as of the moment we're recording, which is the middle of the Puerto Rico or excuse me, Dominican Republic and Israel game. Uh, pool A has been decided. Cuba and Italy are gonna move on. Every team in that division in pool A finished with a two and two record. Um, and then in pool B. Japan and Australia are moving on. Japan swept their pool with a 4-0 record, and they didn't really leave any doubt. They absolutely demolished every single team they played. Uh, and then Australia, surprisingly, went 3-1, uh, knocking out Korea, who finished third and went 2-2. Two two. From those two divisions, Chinese Taipei finished last in Pool A, and then China finished last in Pool B at 0-4. And, uh, and so those two teams are going to have to re-qualify for the next World Baseball Classic. But the, I mean, the story of the of the World Baseball Classic so far for me, uh, the dominance of Japan and the dominance of Venezuela. I mean, no one is shocked that Shohei Otani has been one of the best players in the World Baseball Classic. But Yu Darvish has been excellent. The rest of the Japan roster, the, the hitters are just absolutely demolishing the baseball. Um, it's almost incredible what they're doing. You know what's wild about Japan? I think Otani and Darvish are probably the third and fourth best pitchers on their staff. That's not a joke. Sasaki and Yamamoto are incredible. They just don't happen to be playing in MLB yet. I mean, that's the that's the terrifying part about it is you you watch all these guys, and you're like, oh, oh this is just some like nineteen year old in Double A, and then he's pumping triple digits with like filthy movement. And you're like, oh, 
Yeah, he's also a side armor because you know it wasn't hard enough to hit over the top 100 miles an hour with a 90 mile an hour slider that moves 15 feet uh you know you need to hit it coming from the side oh yeah i mean the, the story going into this was going to be the pitching because that just seems like something that happens uh you know a, a bunch of a bunch of players who previously said they wanted to be involved just kind of pulled out because that's what happens in tournaments right the major league teams get a little the organizations get a little squirrely with them and their health and they end up you end up not getting the best pitchers right the u.s roster is not that great on the pitching side that happened in 2017 too except for japan japan brought all of their heavy hitters and it is showing they are really good yeah i mean on the pitchers on the pitcher, sorry, Thompson, uh, Yoshi, Yoshinobu Yamamoto, excuse me, um, struck out eight guys in his four innings of work. So right now he is, you know, 18 Ks per nine, which 27 outs in a ball game, that's pretty good. Uh, Shohei Otani struck out five over his four innings of work, no walks, one hit, uh, and then Miyagi as well. Here, 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 oh um, I'm struggling tonight. I, I finally got it. He struck out seven over five innings at work. They've given up one run from their starting pitchers in their four games. One run. That's just absurd. Yeah. Does anybody want to guess what their uh, team ERA is right now? Not very high. Not many runs have been scored. So I'm going to say it has to be around two. It is 1.5. Oh my. Solid. That's insane. And having one? a good, a good rotation is even more important than this because the – like the MLB playoffs, you've got a couple of good starters, kind of like Chris Sale, right? The last time the Red Sox won a World Series, they just pitched him every single game because they could, and he was good. Can't do that now. You got pitch limits. You have limits on if you throw so many pitches, you have to wait so many days to pitch again. I think 65 is the max, and then if you throw over 60, you have to wait four days before you can pitch again. So your pitcher usage has been really important. The fact that the U.S. has had to throw out some random guys has not really helped, but Japan is just, they're firing on all cylinders. They got tons of arms. It's yeah. fantastic to watch. I mean, interestingly enough, Yu Darvish has been the worst pitcher on the entire Japanese staff. Um, he's given up two earned runs, and he's been the worst pitcher on the entire staff. Solid. <laughs> That's incredible. That's insane. So going back to, to Pool A, I think Pool A, when we – Talked about it originally. Uh, Cuba, Italy, the Netherlands. Who else was in that? That was Cuba, Italy, Netherlands, Panama, and Chinese Taipei. Yeah, that was probably the one that had the most amount of parity, but I think we probably said Cuba and the Netherlands was going to come out of that, and the Netherlands just they, they crumbled. did not have it. Cuba and Italy won. I think my favorite thing about Italy is that they are – doing every single stereotypical Italian thing possible. Can we just say vibes? Yeah, they're 100% vibes. The That's Italian true. team is surviving on. They had an espresso maker in their dugout during the game. All of their mustaches are in eccentric and incredible. And then their... Uh, the hand gestures are just going yeah. wild. This, this team is surviving on pure vibes, 100%. and it is incredible. Oh, yeah. And they are just getting really into it. Vibes I mean, analysis from Kurt Thompson on Team Italy. If if you're if you're gonna walk in as an underdog and you know you don't have a statistical advantage, create the world where you win the game. That's all you have to do is 
just becomes so at home that it only makes sense for you to keep like to stay there. I mean, that's that's all they're doing is I mean, if you sit there and make yourself the main event. I mean, it's the reason that I think the Savannah Bananas took off in such a way that they did, because people are like, yeah, it's not, you know, the MLB, but every single person here is walking out and playing like they're, you know, getting to mess around on a professional baseball field, which of course they are, but they just made that spent a hundred grand to make it, which is, you know, a Bonkers, but risky bet, but it paid off, dude. Uh, we've talked about it before. We absolutely love the Savannah bananas. We will, we will get into banana ball um, at some point in the future. But I mean, yeah, it's and it's not like they're they're without good players. I mean, for goodness sakes, Nicky Lopez plays for the Royals. He's a third baseman for Italy, but he played all over the diamond. He's batting 500 with an OPS of 1.2. Like, I know it's four games, but he's smacking the cover off the ball, and they're doing all of this with no home runs hit. So they're one, they've only won two games, which is you know they've lost two, one, two. They're not putting the ball over the fence. They're just smacking doubles, driving everyone in with singles. They're playing some good baseball, man. That's all it is. Yeah, and I mean, you know what? All almost almost all the games in that pool were exciting. There were very few blowouts. Right. Every single one of them was down on the wire. I think there were a couple of walk-offs too. It was an incredible time to watch. Yeah. Great World Baseball Classic in Pool A. Uh, I mean, anytime that I I look at a team like that that's overachieving, it it brings me back to uh probably year, years and years ago now when a uh, Stony Brook came to a super regional in Alex Box Stadium at LSU. They were playing a five-game series at LSU, which is very much a homer environment. Yes. Like yes, as an outsider, that is the homer environment right there. I mean, they came in there and set their feet down and were like, that's cool. Y'all have the most home runs in the country guess what? We're going to bunt. We're going to hit singles. We're going to steal bags. We're going to party. And they, by the end of the weekend, like people were applauding their team or it was coastal Carolina or something. No, it was Tony Brook. Either one. But he made such an impression. He forgot what team it was. <laughs> oh, it was yeah. Incredible. I do want to say That's before I move saying. on from this pool, do want to give a shout out to Chinese Taipei, man, they were, I think one of their players, I can't remember his name. He was the MVP for this pool. He was launching balls. Can't remember his name right now, but man, he was absolutely launching balls. I'll pull up the stats right here. Yeah. Um, it's probably going to be Yu Chang. Yeah, Yu Chang, baby. Yeah, batted 438, OPS of 1.4, a pair of homers, eight ribbies, seven hits and 16 at-bats with, I mean, over half his hits were extra base hits. This dude was just stroking it. And only struck out twice, too. Yeah, so even though they went home, he had a fantastic tournament. And I watched all the games that Chinese Taipei played because they were in Taiwan. And, man, their fans were going crazy. They oh, loved it. That was probably one of the best parts. If you guys haven't seen it, you got to watch. Just watch the highlight video on YouTube of any Chinese Taipei games. They were absolutely immaculate. The fans were going, I mean, it was like the World Cup. Like, they were going absolutely insane the entire game. Like, if you watch a game in the United States, you go to any kind of major league stadium, when the pitch is thrown, everyone gets quiet. When the pitchers were throwing for that game, for those games, 
it was like insane yeah. how loud it, it was. Asian baseball is different. It's incredible. It's so good for the game. Like if if that was what live baseball was like, more people would want to go to baseball games. But in America, our baseball isn't like that, and that's why people don't go. It's fine. You know what? It is what it is. But they just have a a different culture for it. So good Did on him. See- Fun to watch. Did y'all see how many people? Ju- Japan had uh, watching the live stream of batting practice. Yeah, it was like six million. Thirty-six million. Solid. Thirty-six. Thirty-six Solid. million. I. Dude, that's almost I, the population I, of Texas. Yeah, and Japan. I I don't doubt it, which is crazy. I mean, Japan. Yeah, that's is, more. Texas's population is thirty million. Japan so, <laughs> is by far the most baseball crazy country in the world. They they dwarf the U.S. and at least in like population density or whatever stat you want to use, they dwarf the rest of the world in baseball fandom. It's crazy. Okay, so basically the entire states of Louisiana and Texas tuned in to watch the Japanese team take batting practice not watch a game take batting practice that's insane yes i'm i'm googling now to ensure that i didn't just dream that that would be hilarious if you did though you can throw in mississippi in there for good measure too and that would fit i mean Texas, louisiana and mississippi that is a good transition into the second pool which does involve japan uh, Japan, Australia, Korea, Czech Republic, and China, and Japan's the big story here. They just they destroyed everyone. Yeah. Wasn't even close. I mean, we do have to give a big shout-out here. Uh, what is the name of that Czech pitcher that struck out? There's no way I could pronounce it, but the Czech pitcher that struck out Shohei. Do you see this, Thompson? Uh, no. What's... So there's a Czech Republic pitcher, and this dude is an electrician on a daily basis. So none of these Czech players are professional. Well, a few are professional baseball players. But the vast majority are tradesmen. They have day-to-day jobs. You know, they're accountants, et cetera. One of their pitchers is an electrician, uh, and he struck out Shohei Otani. Uh, the next day, Shohei Otani asks for this guy's jersey with signatures of every single player from the Czech Republic team, um, and they took a picture. It was incredible. Roki Sasaki also hit a guy in, uh, in the knee with a 102 fastball, 102-mile-an-hour fastball, oh. and then gave him candy the next day, so... That's a less fun story, but <laughs> that's incredible. Oh, that would that would really suck to go back to your day job. And they're like, how was your weekend? You're like, well, I still can't feel my entire left side. Um, <laughs> the uh, the check picture is so that Andre was that was the Satoria. Wow. Andre Satoria. But hey, guess what? Czech Republic, they got themselves a win. They are officially winners in the World Baseball Classic. So congratulations to them. Yeah, I mean that's, that's a big awesome. deal. I think the really the really big story in here is Korea or yeah, Korea. I think pretty much all of us unanimously said it would be Japan and Korea that were going to be moving on cuz they're probably the second and third best baseball countries in the world. Whatever order you want to put them in, and Korea just did not get it done. I mean, it happens. That was that was definitely shocking. I was big on the uh, Korea train. I was definitely, if you look back to the old podcast, it was definitely Japan and Korea for me. But hey, I mean, shout out to Australia, man. It's always fun when you're wrong about this kind of stuff. Uh, I mean, that's the reason why everyone loves doing March Madness brackets is because no one gets it right. Um, and to some extent, that's what you do World Baseball Classic stuff for. Um, 
it's fun to see a team that no one really gave a chance to in Australia come in and take what they want in that pool uh, and to move on to the uh, to the next round of the quarterfinals. So I, I love it, man. I absolutely love that type of parody in sports, especially in the baseball classic. I, I really just don't know how China made it in there because they were just not good. They were 0-4 and, and none of the games were really close. No, they got they uh they got destroyed a number of times. I think they got mercy rolled at least once. Yeah, so Korea after they lost and didn't make it into the next round, they played China the last game and they beat them 22 to 2. They just absolutely took all their frustrations out on them. <laughs> Which is, you know, Korea fans probably were not too excited about that because they didn't make it to the next round, but they at least salvaged that with a really, really good performance. And the run differential looks great. Oh, yeah. I mean, you're not moving on, but hey, you get some stats, right? Yeah. So, yeah, this was a, a fairly a fairly sewn-up pool right here because Japan was going to just blitz everyone, and they look almost unbeatable. Yeah, I might be flipping my uh, my prediction for the victor of this entire tournament after watching that. Yeah. I mean, there's I something remember. to be said about the quality of of teams within that pool i think the quality of teams overall in pool a um if you look at like the mediocre teams it, it's going to be a lot better than the the second pool pool b uh, but i mean we'll see if japan really is a buzzsaw uh in this so i've got the uh the next bracket pulled up for the quarterfinals yeah both those pools they're already already decided so starting tomorrow actually both those both those uh pools are having their elimination games yeah so if you want to wake up uh in the eastern time zone 6 a.m is the first game it's on fs2 uh australia the runner-up from pool b will be playing the winner of pool a which is cuba uh and then thursday yeah thursday Thursday morning at 6 a.m so wednesday morning is tomorrow from what we're recording uh and then thursday morning is the next day after that 6 a.m in tokyo uh the italy team uh runner-up in pool a playing Japan, the pool B winner. Uh, so that's going to be, I mean, I think Japan's going to absolutely run through Italy. And then I'd probably say that, you know what? I'm going to give it to Australia. I think they're going to keep their run. I'm going to say, yeah. What, what are you feeling, Thompson? Vibes wise, what are you going with these four teams, these two games? I'm, I mean, I, I'm, I'm going to have to pick Cuba. Cuba, Australia. Well, Cuba and Australia are playing each other. So of those two. Oh yeah, no, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Cuba, Cuba. Okay, I thought South. you said Cuba and Australia. Cuba's what about a, what about a strong team? That's true. What about Japan and Italy? Who are you going with there? I mean Japan, and I'll take out whatever loans I can and put it on Japan. You're not gonna ride that the vibes is... with Team Italy? Uh, no, um, because it turns game. out vibes can't hit 102 with like seven inches of break. It just it it can help if you can already do that, um, but it, it can't teach you, you know. That's fair. Yeah, you still got to enter numbers into a calculator. You can't just throw on a smile and win an MVP. That's so. true. I mean, I would really hope that Italy gives a good game or gives a good effort here um you really don't want any team to kind of roll over and you know show their belly and just kind of give up on it it's just japan is so good you know what i mean like there's just some teams that come around and they're like the dodgers from this past year in the regular season because they didn't win the world series where they win 111 games you're just kind of like you know what 
It's all right. We're playing the Dodgers. That'll be a sweeper. We're going to lose two of three games. Like you just kind of chalk it up as a loss. Honestly, that's what people have to do with Team Japan here. I mean, the thing with, you know, the Japanese team, it's not a a loud, like they're not a, you know, crazy. Is it? Yeah, they're not like a gregarious team in any way, but they are. Their vibes are professional. We are here to represent Japan as professional baseball players. We love baseball. We're having fun. We're here to win this. Cool. Yeah. They are dancing. It almost comes in like it feels like they have the best level of confidence in the world. Like they come in just expecting to run through every single opponent that they play. Uh, and they do, which, yeah. you know, credit to them. If you have that level of confidence, that is crucial in the game of baseball. I mean, in that in Italy versus Japan, if Japan wins by less than five runs, there's going to be at least like two or three players that are genuinely pissed. If Italy scores two runs, that's a victory for Team Italy. That's fair. I will say one of, my, scored... one of my yeah, favorite that's... things about the Japanese team right now is how much they are all connecting with Lars Nootbaar who just seems like a, yes. a total outcast. But then you forget, like, hey, this guy's a really good outfielder. And they are yeah. loving it. I mean, he's their second best hitter right now. He dude is performing. And he is just diving all over the place, catching everything. And the Japanese fans are vibing with the new bar right now. Yeah, if you guys haven't seen it too, their whole celebration is pepper grinders. And so the fans bring pepper grinders to the games. And if a player makes a good play in the field or you know they get a double or something like that they start making the motion like they're grinding pepper and then all the fans grab their pepper grinders and they start pepper grinding in the stands it's absolutely amazing and one of the coolest things in the entire series it's just a very you know it's it's interesting that in america it's like make sure you have a clear purse it's like did you bring your pepper grinder to the <laughs> japanese baseball game well they're they're doing it in st louis now that he started that in st louis and like they're selling lars newbar branded pepper grinders just for that purpose yeah dude that name <laughs> is absolutely incredible all right we gotta we gotta keep chatting here pool c this is the one everybody cares about yeah um so right now as it stands in our time team canada and team usa are tied for the lead each with two wins and a loss, but the United States has the advantage considering that we've beaten Canada. The team that we lost to, however, is in third place with one win and one loss, uh, but they are playing tonight, I believe. Um, and then the last two teams are Colombia and Great Britain. What the US needs to do here is win. We play Colombia tomorrow night at 10. If we beat Colombia, 10 o'clock, 10 p.m. Eastern, if we beat Colombia tomorrow, Wednesday, Yes, Wednesday. We will move on to the next round, presumably as uh, the number one team, as the champion. However, if Mexico wins out, if they win their next two, uh, they will be the champion of this pool. Uh, so there's still a little bit of parity that could happen, which is cool. And the United States could still not move on. If we lose to Colombia tomorrow on Wednesday, um, we will not we will not move on. Our baseball, our World Baseball Classic will be over. Uh, we won't be at the level of, you know, you have to qualify again because we've beaten Great Britain and they're one and two and they're presumably going to lose their last game. But it's a there's a very real possibility that the USA does not move on. 
and you can really see that the pitching's kind of been the issue. The The first game against Great Britain, it wasn't as big a deal. But Mexico comes in, and they just smack the ball around. They score 11 runs. And the U.S. has a very good offense, one of, like, a historically elite offense, if you just look at names. And they just couldn't outpower the Mexican team. So we'll see if that becomes a problem. I think that they'll be able to deal with Colombia because when they faced Canada the other night, Canada was kind of down to their last guys in the rotation, and Colombia is going to be the same way. So as long as the U.S. can just power past them and score more runs, I mean, they put up nine runs in the first against Canada. Absolutely wild. I think I mean, they'll be okay, but they're making it very difficult for themselves. Yeah, I didn't want it to be this interesting in pool play for the United States. Can you all imagine being that 19-year-old Canadian kid that they gave the ball to? And it's like, hey, bud, you know how you're not 20? Mike Trout and Mookie Betts are over there, and you all play the same sport. <laughs> Go try. He got I mean, one that's... out. He got one out, man. That's all he needs. So I, 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 think I, would... I, I saw the highlights, and it absolutely say it was – I think it was the first hit that Arenado had in the first inning. And all I heard, I was doing something else, and all I heard was, and Arenado doubles the corner, and Bet scores, and Trout scores. Like, that's, you shouldn't hear those names together. That's insane. Yeah, that's fair. <laughs> that's, that's not fair on someone that was taking, like, you know, organic chemistry four months ago. I mean, good for him, though. <laughs> he's, I mean, he's living his dream. That's crazy. I yeah. I wouldn't talk about anything. I'd be insufferable if I ever, I mean, every time they're on TV, which is every day, I'd just be pointing at anybody in the room with me. I'm like, yeah, you know that guy? The guy that owns New Balance now? Got him to ground out to short, shortstop. I'd lie. I'd throw. I'd say I threw a perfect game. I'd be like, yeah, it was awesome. Speaking of perfect there games, was a perfect game at some point. Awesome segue, True. Thompson. What a genius! Look at those vibes. Well, uh, I, mean, I, I guess we before I move on, we got to talk about the implications of where the U.S. finishes, right? Because okay, it, it changes fair. changes what day and what game you play depending on if you're the winner or the runner-up. That's true. So in Pool C, if we were to win the pool, we will play quarterfinal four, uh, where we play the runner-up from Pool D who is presumably going to be the winner of Puerto Rico and the Dominican. Um, and that will be a tough game. Uh, yeah. By the way, uh, they're playing on Wednesday at 7 p.m. Eastern. Um, watch the game. It's going to be incredible. If we were yeah. to lose, uh, well, if we were to be the runner-up, we'll say if you know we take second place, we'll play the winner of Pool D, and that is presumably going to be Venezuela because they're a buzzsaw that no one can beat right now either besides Japan. Uh, so either way, it's going to be tough for the United States to make it past the quarterfinals, even if we make it through the pool. Um, I'm to the point where I'm reconsidering my pick that the United States is going to run through everybody pretty much because of the pitchers. I'm changing it, man. I'm going to go, uh, I'm going to go Venezuela. Listen, they found their bats. This hit absolutely amazing U.S. lineup. Finally figured out how to hit. I think we got it. I aggressively disagree with you. I have no right. faith. I'm going with Venezuela taking a ship. What about you, Thompson? I mean, it's hard to look at Team Japan and, you know, 
<laughs> and pick anybody else after watching those guys. But like, I don't, I, America didn't have any pitching last time either. Yeah. That's it's, fair. It's one, and we still won. I can't, I can't look at, you know, Mookie, Trout, Arenado, Goldschmidt and be like, no, oh, they're going to lose. It, it doesn't sit right in my soul to say that. I have to, I have to, st- I'm not going to count them out in any sense. Um, but to be fair, the United States got smacked in the face last time, too. I think we lost like eight to nothing against Puerto Rico. Tends to happen. The Puerto Rican team is very good. Well, they might not be good enough. We'll see. Yeah, I think Pool D is by far the best pool thus far, yeah. um, talent wise. I mean, I mean, before... Israel and Nicaragua, I'm sorry that you had to be in this pool. Oh, okay. yeah. Legitimately, well, it's unfair. Before we move on, again, want to give a shout out. The debut team, Great Britain, got themselves a win. I am hoping. That was awesome. That- that does fantastic things for baseball in the United Kingdom because the U.S. the MLB has had a couple of games in London so far. They're going to have more, and every time they have them, they've been completely sold out. Well, maybe they'll get enough money where Great Britain can actually afford some decent uniforms. Yeah, those dude. things sucked. Those are the worst baseball uniforms yeah. I have seen in my life. The memes have been just wild, just totally. We'll be brutal. able to get a new label maker. Oh my <laughs> goodness! It. When you know what, like the font is whatever, but they made it so small. Yeah, it just doesn't look right. It, it. I mean, it doesn't even feel like it. It could. Those <laughs> those uniforms scream of oh crap! That was due today. Yeah, well, let's yeah. just do gray background, white lettering. That's it. That might be oh, like the most English crap, thing ever. Day. <laughs> just throwing on a wrinkled dress shirt, like oh man, my mom's gonna kill me. <laughs> Like the most English thing ever, just like, do we want to get a good? Un- no, we want to be a little understated. Yeah, they should have put like they should have put like a croissant or sorry, a croissant on there or something like that, and yeah. just just done it full English. Yeah, that was oh, that dude, was when I saw those. Chips on that one. What was that? You gotta go fish and chips croissants. You know that'd be Team France. That's fair. France, I will say I absolutely love saying croissant. It makes me sound so intelligent. Um, okay. Moving on to Pool D. Yeah, can we please? Because I really want to talk about how good Pool D is. Um, you might have three of the best, three of the top five ter- teams in this entire tournament in Pool D, um, and one of them will not move on because only the top two did do, which is you know unfortunate for that team, uh, who is going to be Puerto Rico and the DR. We did not give nearly enough credit to Venezuela. Uh, my guys, Louis Louis Rise and uh, Pablo Lopez are crushing it for Venezuela right now, but that team is beating teams that they have no business beating, uh, according to our opinion in the preview episode. And they're 3-0. They're crushing it, man. They're doing great things. Yeah, I mean, when you have so much talent, like Venezuela just kind of got... It's not not that anybody thought they were bad. It's just everyone looked at the Dominican and looked at Puerto Rico and said, yeah, these teams are just so clearly better than everyone else. And Venezuela, like, they have some players, too. It's not like they're nobodies. They have some real legitimate major leaguers. Salvi is batting 625. Um, for the preview episode, I said Salvi wasn't on the team. In my defense, MLB.com didn't have him on the roster at that point, but he is crushing it. Wow, just poor analysis right yeah, there. Yeah, but David Peralta, too. 
left fielder used to play for the uh, the D-backs. He's having a renaissance, batting 500. He's got a, a double. He's got four ribbies. The vibes of this team are awesome, but they're just good at baseball. Yeah. I mean, what else is there to say, right? Anthony that. Santander. You kind of need like two or th- like look at Canada's. It Kike in the playoffs a few years ago, all of a sudden was batting you know five hundred, and every ball that he even looked at left. That's he's not a he's not a you know. 40 home run guy, but he's not a 20 home run guy on average, but all of a sudden he was doing that because it was the divisional. That's crazy. You kind of yeah. need that. That's true. I mean, this is kind of a team that's, I don't want to say devoid of star power, but you look at the DR lineup and the USA lineup and you're like, Oh my goodness, that is insane. You look at the Venezuela lineup, you're like, all right, Salvi Perez. Yeah. He was good five years ago. Um, David Peralta. He's good six, seven years ago uh louis rise obviously just won a batting title but i said he's crushing it but he's my guy um he's not doing awesome he's batting 180 but you don't have like that star power you know you do you got ronald acuna what are you talking about he has not played well but Ah. he does not like i'll give you that acuna is great superstar acuna is great glaber torres is good but like you don't have that lineup of the dr you don't have that lineup of puerto rico you don't have that lineup of the united states but you have guys that are playing very, very well together and a very complete team. Their pitching is good and their hitting is good. They're not like the U.S. relying on hitting, uh, and they're not like Puerto Rico, which has been really relying on pitching. While well, their offense has been good too, but Venezuela's outside of Japan has probably been one of the most well-rounded teams in the tournament. Oh, yeah. I mean, they came out and just smacked everyone in the mouth because everyone thought that the DR was just going to walk away with this, and that has just not been the case. They played actually some decently tough games. It wasn't until the last game they played that they really just started being the team everyone thought they were. So, yeah. I mean, and again, yeah, I, you know, I, I, you, you kind of knew one of those three teams, the DR, Puerto Rico, and Venezuela, was just not going to move on, and it seems like Venezuela took that to heart. Yeah, I mean, they took it to Sandy Alcantara uh, you know, in that first game. Reigning Cy Young Award winner, not a big deal. So, I mean, uh, look at the look at the games we have left here. Tomorrow is going to be, it looks like the Dominicans probably going to win here against Israel. They're in the fifth inning, and it doesn't look like they're going to be in too much danger. Uh, when was the last time Team Israel got a hit? Two it's, games ago? Three games ago? Yeah. Which uh, means tomorrow is just an epic battle. Like tomorrow is going to be the decider for that group. That's true. For second place, um, it'll be the decider for our pool for the United States's pool. Oh my God! They're throwing Johnny Cueto. Oh. Oh my goodness. Oof. We're throwing uh, Michael <laughs> Kelly. Interesting. Uh, anyways, we do have to talk about Puerto Rico. Um, that no hitter. Excuse me. That perfect game that they threw. Uh, I don't combined, care. I don't care that it's eight innings. That's amazing. I care it's combined. Yeah. I hold no credence for combined no hitters or perfect games. Don't give them to him in, so in MLB history. Dumb. Create like a separate world baseball classic history and give him a perfect game. I don't care. I think it's cool. But who do you give the perfect game to? How do you give the no hitter to when there's a combined no hitter? You don't. It's a dumb. St- I hate them. They're dumb. They're a I waste think of they're time. They're cool. I think they're stupid. They're still hard to do. Can we at least admit that? really not though there's been a lot of combined no hitters oh okay we're gonna get into a how many do you here. have <laughs> uh, well sir these aren't hard i didn't say they weren't hard for major leaguers they're not hard 
Okay, I'm Googling right now combined no hitters because I really want to prove this point to Fife. Um, 317 no hitters in AL and NL history. Man, there have been a whole lot less perfect games from one player. 317 no hitters. Only 19 have been combined no hitters. Now, I'll give you this. Uh, they've happened recently. Didn't really happen before when, you know, pitchers were made of steel. Um, they're no longer made of steel and they don't pitch that much. But I still think, still, I still think combined no hitters and combined perfect games are legit. You don't have to put them at that same level, but at least give them the title. You could put combined there. That's fine. But at least keep no hitter perfect game there. Uh, especially now because they use eight relievers a game. Pointless. I mean, it was cool. It, it, it was a, a fun game to watch, but they're pointless. You probably don't like Madison Bumgarner's seven-inning no-hitter from the I past year. I think that was a no-hitter. It's not his fault that he lasted it. seven innings. He was I the only it. pitcher, though. I'm, the, the eight innings is not my problem. The combined is the problem. It's stupid. You can use the eight dumb. different pitchers. All they have to do is to get three outs. Yeah, That's but then problem. as a team, you can go with the perfect game. And you can just put that up on a little banner somewhere. That's it's fine. Not... Doesn't count. It's still a dumb stat. I, I do count that Madison Bumgarner. I count that as a, a no-hitter. Because it's not his fault that Major League Baseball made the game seven innings. He pitched every inning he could have that game. I count that as a no-hitter. I will I will die on this hill. I, I think I, they're pointless. I will I, also die on this hill. I think mainly I just don't care that much. Like, they're fine, but, like, when I see a Cavano hitter, I'm like, okay, whatever, that's fine. Like, I don't get anywhere near as excited as one person doing it. Okay, I'm scrolling through the Wikipedia page of all the perfect games in history. A lot of them really old. Um, not, not a single one has been combined. So... I don't think... He's, he's having problems. Yeah. Connection problems with Thompson's mic here. What a loser. Okay, you just cut out for like all of that, dude. I'm gonna go ahead and say that he said, "Man, you know, you're right. Combined, perfect you're right, games Noah. Are dumb. Combined perfect games are awesome. That's so cool. I just, I just don't care. They just don't move the needle. Here's the here's the deal. Even if you want to make that argument, the fact that he's li- the the pitches Wait, are limited. Back? You're back now. The fact that Jose De Leon was limited to 65 pitches, I think, did play a role. Yeah, and so and so if you're going to give like like he did as much as he could. I mean, he got his he got 5.2 innings on 65 pitches, and his pitch max was 65 pitches. Yeah, but you you know as well as I do that every time you put a new pitcher in there, the odds of them doing better than the hitters are so much greater. So you can just keep using pitchers; it doesn't make it special. That's true. I I don't know. It's it's a complex topic. Regardless, it's it's fun for some people. I don't think they're fun anymore. Regardless, absolutely cool thing that it happened. Uh, major shout out to Jose De Leon. I mean, this guy used to be a really, really big top prospect in the Dodgers system. Uh, he's now a non-roster invite for the Twins, and so you know maybe he has a career resurgence and starts throwing real perfect games in the uh, in the major league season. But it's just kind of cool. This is what we love about the World Baseball Classic. This guy wasn't going to get this chance to throw like this uh, on a world stage this year. But now he did, and he was able to take advantage of it, and he had a great game, and that's pretty cool. I mean, yeah, it's it's because now you're not even thinking about what teams guys are on or what their season's going to look like. You just look and you say, hey, this we've got maybe seven games total in this whole thing. Let's see what everybody's got. I mean, look at that uh, Nicaraguan pitcher, 
right? Who he was not anywhere. He goes up and he strikes out Juan Soto, Julio Rodriguez, and Rafael Devers in a row, just throwing nasty stuff. His stuff was moving all over the place. His, his changeup looked disgusting. And then an hour later when the game was over, the Tigers signed him to a contract. Yeah. So all you have to do is be in front of the right people. Even though Nicaragua was nowhere near winning, they're 0-4, didn't have a chance, still something good came out of it. That's true. That was a really, really cool thing. Um, it, it, I mean, for, for the, some of these guys to get the chance to play against big leaguers is, is pretty awesome. I mean, when you watch some of these games, it's pretty clear how much better the big leaguers are than like the regular Joe Schmoes that are being thrown out for a lot of these teams. Wow. They're still pro ball players. That's true. And I don't want to diss the MPB. I'll, I'll include those guys too because Japan looked like a buzzsaw. But you can definitely tell that some of these guys are just, are just better. Um, a lot of these teams and rosters are filled out with like um, guys that played single A, guys that played double A. Um, so at the end of the day, it's just cool that these that these youngsters are getting a chance to play. Youngsters, goodness gracious, what Boy, was that? The, the the kids are getting their chance. To oh play. my goodness, guys! I'm I sorry, mean, youngsters. I, I, will, I will say, whenever I was watching the U.S. play against Great Britain, uh, at, when, the first time everyone came up, they showed kind of their stats and where they were at, and pretty much everyone was like double a frontier league single a so you do a, if this was a normal major league season you'd see that huge disparity and if we played you know 30 40 if we did this for a month it would be just stark who is so much better but you know it's still fun to watch especially because like once you get to the major league playoffs everything's a crapshoot right the regular season doesn't matter and that's exactly what this is right it's, it's a basically a playoff series of four games and then if you go on past that you got a three-game playoff so anything can happen that's true so we'll kind of wrap this up here guys that's really where we're at um once pool c and pool d are ramped up and the quarterfinals have gone uh the quarterfinals are going to be done on march 17th uh move right into the semifinals at that point We'll probably try to squeeze another podcast in there and kind of recap everything else as it happened. We'll we'll know what happened with Team USA and with the quarterfinals, and we'll preview the championship game. So we'll probably try to sneak it in there after the uh, after the semifinals. But uh, we're gonna keep chatting about this. We're gonna keep watching it. It's been probably one of the best World Baseball Classics ever, in my opinion. Just the level of talent that's playing here. Uh, so if you haven't started watching the games, guys, please do it. It's on Fox, FS1, all that kind of stuff. And uh, Tubi somehow. It's a, really Tubi. Yeah, okay, Tubi cool. is playing some games. I don't know. Tubi's why. free, right? I don't know. I haven't watched any of it. <laughs> That's fair. But anyways, guys, like, thanks for listening. Uh, we really appreciate it. Thompson had to drop off, so it's just Fife and I. But thanks for listening, guys. We'll catch you next time. Yeah, go Team USA. Team Venezuela, dude. <laughs>